Welcome to Slinging the Slang, a video podcast where we tackle the many aspects of slang, expressions, jargon, their meanings, their origins, everything from the controversial and funny to the absolutely ridiculous. I'm Slangman David Burke, author of 30 books on idioms and slang. And I'm Monica Maudo, Director of Education for American English College right here in sunny Southern California and a lifelong lover of slang. So... If this is the first time you're joining us, let me explain our format. We're always going to be starting with some trivia having to do with language as a way to sort of warm up those linguistic muscles, kind of warm those up. That's what we're going to start with. And right after that, we're going to tackle our topic, which comes directly from the news as it pertains to slang. But here's the rub. I know what the subject is. Monica will never know what the subject matter is. That way I get to surprise Monica, which I love doing. And I'm definitely going to do it with this next topic because it's controversial. And yes, this is going to be very steamy. So to give you an idea, we're going to start with a trivia question having to do with our topic. Okay, so here's the trivia question. And by the way, uh, if any of you want to ask us any questions or you want to comment, we would love your comments and questions. Make sure to tweet us at Sling the Slang. We'll be right here waiting for you. Okay, here we go. Controversy. So we'll see if you know what this is going to be about. First, the trivia. What is a Grawlix? G-R-A-W-L-I-X. We've Grawlix. all yes, and we've all seen a Grawlix. Probably just about every day, especially if we read the comics, and depending what kind of comics you read. Agrolix. You've seen okay, it a million see times. Every day, especially when, say that again, the last part. When you read the comics. If you read the oh, comic the com- strips. Comic strips. Okay. Yeah. Oh, gro- um, I'm going to say it's the bubbles. The bubbles will you're, speak. You're very close. There's something inside that bubble oh. that replaces it. Yeah. Yes, can you guess? I'll give you a hint. It okay. Here's a good hint. It replaces swear words. That's a grawlix. Oh, it's all the little like um, pound sign. Yes, and uh, I, pound sign. Uh, those those typographic typographical dots. Yes, that is a grawlix. I think we should who file knew? that under who knew. I was just just going to say that. That goes into the who that. knew category. So. Here is our subject of the day. This, Monica, was all over the news, not just in the U.S., but also overseas in social media. The power of swearing. Is it actually good for you? Neuroscientists are saying yes. Yes, it is. Yes. But here, here are the two schools of thought, okay? The two camps, okay? So there's one that says, I'm going to read this. It's a sign to use swear words, it's a sign of aggression and a sign of poor language proficiency and even low intelligence. (laughs) Yikes. Where does that put us, Monica? And then number two, the other side of that coin, um, studies have shown that swearing can actually be good for your health. Yes. They produce... And it does. That's why I do it. (laughs) Swear words... It's because it's medicinal. I would... Okay, what are you in my head? I was just going to say swear words produce pain relief, like medicine. 
Monaco. And we're going to have to somehow, I don't know how we're going to talk about this without like um, a glass of red wine. See, oh, oh, you by the way, swear and you drink a glass of red wine. Yeah. And I, you just did something. I just got a comment on. You just went do, 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 do. When I was a tour guide at Universal Studios, I was working one day a week at the information desk. And there was a girl next to me from Russia, and someone came up and said, David, I was just thinking about you. And I went, do, 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 do. And she goes, why are you singing? So those of us who are over a certain age, the Twilight Zone theme when something weird happens. Okay, so studies have also shown that swearing can increase social bonding among peers and add humor to any story. So that's why all your stories are so well, funny. Well, that's why I swear. And and your stories are funny. Okay, so oh, and most important, they relieve a buildup of stress. Okay, so the big question is, as Shakespeare Very would important. put it, to swear or not to swear. That is the friggin' the question. question. <laughs> and 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 that's another question. Is it okay to use euphemisms, which are words that aren't swear words? but they kind of sound sort of similar to them, like friggin'. Some people oh. say, oh, of course you can use that. You can use the word shoot. There's nothing wrong with that. But some people say it's really, really terrible. We want your opinions on this. So please tweet us at Sling the Slang. And yes, Monica. Uh, my mom had a friend when I was growing up, and she didn't even say shoot. She would say sugar. Sugar. That's awfully close. I remember I'm watching, um, I'm going to date myself, carbon date myself now, on Mary Tyler Moore show when Sue Ann Nivens, remember the, the happy homemaker? She took a cake out of the oven that fell apart and she said, Ooh, oh, really dating herself. Surely this can't be correct. So sometimes a word that starts with a sh sound and just elongating it can relieve that pressure, can be that medicine you talked about. Um, but it doesn't lower your IQ. And it doesn't lower your IQ. That's right, unless it's already low. Um, okay, we oh, we already have a tweet. Uh, tweet. Yay. I'm, I'm not surprised. Uh, Kim from Montana. <laughs> she writes, oh, oh, for bleep's sake, I don't think there's anything wrong with swearing at all because it blows off steam and may even avoid a physical fight. I guess so. Because it you're could avoid jail time. But it could also cause a physical fight, too. That's a whole other story. But, okay, she says this. But as a mother, where do we draw the line as to age? Like, when is swearing age appropriate? Uh, when they get out of the house and get their own place. Uh, you know what? I, that's, that's a good answer. And you know what? I think that's a really good answer. And I'm not even a parent. <laughs> I know I was going to say, but that's really insightful. We can, it's, it goes back to that thing. While you're under my roof, you can you can only do this or only do that. Not under my roof. So, yeah, I think when you leave the house, I'm going to say that's that's a good answer. Oh, we got oh Chelly from Tennessee. Oh, okay. Ooh. What does Chelly have to say from Tennessee? Uh, when I hear someone swear, I think it's low class, unsophisticated, and unread i wonder how she feels about it no shelly this is actually a very good point um because a lot of people feel this way even when they couch it oh in a non-swear word that sounds like the swear word it's still swearing because of what it represents so well, to your point well, so there are some big opinions coming out of tennessee today isn't there? <laughs> well so monica what do you think like if someone says sugar Okay, someone says sugar. Is that well, is that okay 
Is it well, not first okay? Of all, I feel like if you're going to say it, just say it. I just, it almost makes me roll my eyes when I hear someone say, well, I haven't heard anyone say sugar yep. for a really long you gotta, time. You got to be careful about and what we say, I hear right? the real deal. I live in LA. So, you know, we, we like the real deal and, and you hear plenty of the real deal. Um, Behind the wheel, we usually hear it, right? I mean, well, you don't hear it. We see somebody I mean, if you gotta, gesturing because we're all driving. I mean, if you got to say it, say it right. Yeah, but but oh, if yeah, you, it's great while we're but, driving. Oh oh, it does blow off steam. But here's the thing: if you don't want to say it, and there okay, let's say there are kids around. Okay, there are some five year olds around, and you hurt yourself, and there's a natural medicine in saying something that's you know a swear word. If you couch it in something else, I, I mean, I, I I personally I think okay, it's okay. I mean, look to Shelley's point. Or the opposite, actually. So if I said, Shelly, I'm really curious. If I said to you, Monica just used the F word. Now, is that just as bad as saying friggin? Because I'm saying the letter and then the word, the uh, F word, the S. I think Shelly would not approve. I'm I'm, I'm curious. Shelly, feel free to retext us. I, I, I really want to know. Uh, but yeah. in the meantime, Jack from San Diego. I'm curious. Oh, Jack from San Diego asks a really interesting question. Uh, okay, why do we say after someone swears, oh, after you swear yourself, you say, oh, excuse my French. Yeah. You know how people say that? I just had a friend do that in a chat the other day, and I was surprised because she's very young. Okay, so why do you think people say that? Have any idea? Uh, maybe because the French are great swear <laughs> uh, I was rooting for you on that on that word. Actually, uh, and we'll talk about too swearing and and the French because it's kind of they think of it much differently than we do. So uh, the first use of excuse my French was back in the 1830s. Actually, it was because in England, evidently, this is one of the stories, and different sources say different things. One of the sources say that in England, somebody used a French word without realizing it, and they realized that the person they were speaking to didn't speak French. So they said, oh, so, sorry, excuse my French. And oh. others say that, well, French is the opposite of swearing. It's so beautiful and romantic. So right. it's used sarcastically. So there you go. So, so, it, so it wasn't about a, a swear word. It was just no. someone that started speaking French to someone who didn't speak French, and they were apologizing. Exactly. And now it's used in profanities. If you say a profanity and you say, excuse my French, then you are forgiven. Do the French know that we say that? The, oh, that's are they aware of this? <laughs> Not yet, but maybe they will be now. Ooh. Monica, that, I, I'm gonna, definitely I'm going to text my family in France that I lived with when I was a kid. We're in not fact, offending our French, our French listeners, our I, French viewers. Well, I don't think so because they have a different view. Oh, swear words. I remember when I lived there, uh, the, the family I lived with, the, the mother said to me, hurry up. But in French, she said, move your, and I, of course, I can't say it, your A word. That means donkey. And I said, okay. The A word for derriere? Well, well, for us, it's the A word. There, it's le cul. That's what oh. the A word is. And I said, isn't that kind of aggressive? And she said, what? In French? Le cul, that's nothing. And I said, wow. In English, if you said that to somebody, that's kind of aggressive. So they think of swear words totally differently. In fact, okay, Monica, you're a performer. If somebody wishes you good luck in the theater, oh. what do they say? 
Oh, well, they better say break a leg. Yes, because it's superstitious to say good luck. Well, the French, and we can't translate it literally uh, directly, but you know what the French say for break a leg? And break your really... neck? <laughs> Le coup. No, they say merde, which is the S word. Oh, I know what that is. Yes, and here's why. It's really interesting. Back in the 19th century, there were horse-drawn carriages, and of course the horses, when they would arrive in front of the theater, if there were enough patrons, enough horses, there'd be lots and lots of merde in front of the theater. So if there was no merde in front of the theater, you don't have an audience. So if there was lots of merde, then that means you're doing something right. So I that's why. I love it. Isn't that great? I love it. That actually etymology. makes more sense than break a leg. I think we should go to France together immediately and, and tell the French what we're, what we're learning here about the, the French, I French expressions. I love it. This is fascinating. Okay, well, Nancy from Ohio. Oh, speaking of French, she says, because I'm a French major, in my family, we shout the English word seal. Oh, to mean the French translation. Okay. The word seal, what? the animal, S-E-A-L. Okay. I'm like 13 years old. I go to the zoo and I'm in, living in France and all these kids are pointing to the seals and yelling our F word. And I'm like, what? Oh, those poor little seals. And I'm thinking, wait, wait, I don't get it. They're French. They're all speaking French, but why are they using the English word, the F word? Well, it turns out I discovered that night when the little boy who's part of the family I was staying with was talking about his day in the zoo and he saw lots of, and he used the word P-H-O-Q-U-E, which is pronounced... Uh, if I separate it, P-H-O is F, and then if I make a nice um, space in between. You're being very is, careful, aren't you, David? I sure am. See, I'm glad you, you're you talking now, so the K can be far away from the other part. So that's how you say it in French. So Nancy in Ohio, very clever to say the word seal. Oh, seal. Wow. Oh, seal. I'm going to say that from now on. Oh, right? seal. That's really smart. Okay. <laughs> in conclusion, I, I came up with a really fun, fun ending to all this. And by the way, we could make this into probably 10 episodes because a lot of people have a lot of things to say about it. This is how Disney and their clever writing department got around using swear words in their movies. So here are Disney's top five swear words that were actually or and, and expressions that were profane i guess in disney world oh this is disney disney's oh. top five swear words that their writers created okay there's a, a a show called recess on disney channel okay and i'm sure you'll be able to guess what this means oh that totally womps w-h-o-m-p-s that be careful that totally womps i guess we can say bites that totally bites. I'm so being careful right now, David. Yeah, I know. I can see you almost sitting on your linguistic hands here. Uh, okay. DuckTales. Well, from Scrooge McDuck, he said, well, blow me bagpipes. Bl blow me bagpipes. I just bit my lip when I said that. <laughs> really, David? Well, blow me bagpipes. See, I, I'm, I'm so not used to swearing, even, even Disney style. Winnie the Pooh. Oh, he would simply say, Oh, bother. Winnie the Pooh swore. 
Yeah, well, to him, I guess, bother. I mean, whoa, what, what an See, awful swear word. Even Winnie the Pooh needs to blow off steam. That, exactly. See, and I wasn't offended by, uh, by oh, bother. I didn't even notice it. But no, this one's <laughs> interesting. This last one from Zootopia. Okay, because it's getting a little close. Um, somebody there said on that in, in Zootopia said, "Sweet cheese and crackers." Oh, yeah, now that's, that's pretty it, transparent, isn't it? That's getting a little close. Oh, in fact, it reminds me. Did you ever watch um, Modern Family? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, one of my favorites. Okay, Gloria, who's got this thick Colombian accent, she tried to order one thousand for a party. One thousand baby cheeses. Baby cheeses. So with her Colombian accent, she's ordering, Jess, I'd like to order 1,000 baby cheeses. And what arrived was this big, huge box of baby Jesus statues. It's baby cheeses and baby Jesus. So, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Like you say, that was very transparent. If you're a non-native speaker of English and you want to learn more slang and more idioms, have you come to the right place? Please check out my Slangman books at www.slangman.com. And we hope you'll join us again as we take another